Better Banking is getting an unbelievable 0.99% APR rate on a home equity line of credit from First Commonwealth Bank to turn your bathroom into your, wow, I love this bathroom, bathroom. 0.99% introductory APR for six months that adjusts to a variable rate based on Wall Street Journal prime rate plus or minus a margin with a minimum rate of 2.99% and a maximum rate of 18%. Offer subject to change or withdrawal at any time. Call 1-800-711-2265 for details about credit costs and terms. Equal housing lender, First Commonwealth Bank, member FDIC. Better Banking is getting an unbelievable 0.99% APR rate on a home equity line of credit from First Commonwealth Bank to turn your bathroom into your, wow, I love this bathroom, bathroom. 0.99% introductory APR for six months that adjusts to a variable rate based on Wall Street Journal prime rate plus or minus a margin with a minimum rate of 2.99% and a maximum rate of 18%. Offer subject to change or withdrawal at any time. Call 1-800-711-2265 for details about credit costs and terms. Equal housing lender, First Commonwealth Bank, member FDIC. On this episode of DC On Screen, we are talking about Arrow Season 8 with an emphasis on the series finale, Fade Out, right after this word from our sponsors that we can't control whatsoever. For the ones who know safety isn't a catchphrase, it's a culture. And the ones who help make sure everyone makes it home safe. For the safety-minded who watch everyone's backs, Granger offers supplies and solutions for every industry as well as safety assessments and training to keep your facilities safe and your people safer. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Welcome into DC On Screen episode 580. I'm David C. Robertson. This, the most reliable arrow in my quiver, my co host, Jason Goss. Lies. <laughs> we are DC on screen. This is the podcast where we discuss the DC Comics multiverse on film and television, give honest opinions on projects that are coming in past, and believe that every version of a property is valid, even if we don't want it to be. If it has been released, it is fair game, so beware of spoilers. And welcome to the show. And you know what's been released? The final episode of Arrow. Man, what a ride. Yeah. Yeah, I mean. I don't know anyone who's a long-time listener has heard the story, but you want to briefly recap where we started with this? Uh, yes, but let's 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 do it after this quick announcement I have. Sweet. Uh, one of our listeners, uh, DCU fan fam over on Twitter, has graciously offered to donate his Joker digital code to a giveaway. So, you. if you don't own Joker yet on digital and would like to, here's what you got to do: leave a rating and written review on Apple Podcasts or the podcatcher of your choice if you don't want to or can't do that for some reason. Like, a lot of the podcatchers don't have the option to leave a review. Mm -hmm. You can also share our show on social media. Give it a good recommendation. Let us know either way uh, that you're actually entering the contest, because there are a few people who just do it just because they love us. Uh, Screenshots and tagging is really... Yeah, bless them. Screenshots and tagging are a great way to do that. Uh, Just let us know. Uh, you'll be entered into the contest at the end of the month. We will use a random number generator. By the way, that month that I'm talking about, February. So uh, around early March-ish, we're gonna we're gonna announce it. What what's gonna happen? But uh, or who won? We're gonna use a random number generator to pick the winner. Depending on how well this goes, we may do more of these types of giveaways in the future. Also, if you write a review or recommend us by saying, I'm just doing this for the free movie, you're disqualified because that just makes everybody look like an ass. <laughs> but mostly you. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's it. That's, 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 that's my spiel. And we're off. 
So, last season of Arrow. It's mostly been a, hey, where were we going? Or where have we been? Yeah. And then where are we going? Mainly towards Crisis. You know, you know, it's a Sorkin tradition to name the last of his uh, episodes. What kind of day it has? What kind of day has it been? Uh huh. I, I feel like that fits a lot here. Yeah. Yeah. Because there's a tradition with uh, series finales. You you just want to kind of uh, you especially leading up to it. And this show did a really good job of leading up to like they weren't just trying to take care of everything in one episode. They they had a premise which allowed them to expand the idea of the final episode and yeah. try to deal with it over several episodes. Yeah. Which is nice. Like a lot of shows don't have that. And they, I, I, I think they really took uh, a pretty good advantage of it. Right. I, I liked that. Both... But it wasn't just quick. It wasn't like, oh, we're going to shove all this in. It was, we've been leading up to this. What I liked uh, about season eight of Arrow is like the, the two pr- series that are primarily really uh, affected by the crisis were Arrow and Flash. And I love that since Arrow pretty much started this iteration of the multiverse or, or whatever. Not really, not when you start looking at all the things they tied in. But yeah. um, Arrowverse started the Arrowverse and all these, this, this crazy amount of shows. Um, and they were obviously the center of, the, of this crisis. Yeah, but no, I mean, I, where this show stands as far as what it started and what is now after the events of this crossover, mm-hmm. what it is responsible for is to me just uh, unfathomable that they pulled that off. Yeah, and I I love that they spent because there's no way to do crisis in five episodes. There's no. just not. No, and I love that they spent so much time building up to it in the first seven episodes of of arrow and they did it in a way yeah and and in flash but you know talking about the last season of arrow here (laughs) um just mentioning some tangentials that matter i know i know but we we spent so much time and it's it's an interesting comparison too because it's we over on the flash you got barry who is seriously dealing with the sacrifice that he knows he's got to make and he's got to, you know, he's coming to terms with that and thinking, you know, there might be a way out of it, but he seriously doubts it. And then you've got, you've got Oliver over on the other side, hopping over to earths and shit, different earths and dealing with the same thing, the same thing. Exactly. Yeah. And one of my favorite parts of the entire crossover is just the the first moment where Barry says, well, you know, I have to die. And just Oliver just says, bullshit. Fuck it. Where uh-huh. are you? Where I want to talk right the fuck now. Like, I love that moment. Yeah. We had a fucking agreement. Yeah. That that was. That was for the Elseworlds situation. My... Not for this one. Exactly. No, it had uh. an in-canon explanation. I just, I loved that moment. I thought it would, it, it A, made a lot of sense what. All the characters have been doing this seasons or these series of seasons, and they uh, fuck it, it. It was so good to watch in that moment, like that that they hadn't talked about the sacrifice that he was making. Yeah, and he wouldn't. Oliver wouldn't. Right. He wouldn't come back and be like, "Well, here's the here's the here's the sitch." <laughs> mm-hmm. Can't imagine having him that him having that conversation. Yeah, which feels it does feel like Oliver. It, it definitely feels like Oliver to not like bring that shit up um, yeah. or have a discussion with Barry. It and was a missed a opportunity. God and then just call him on it. Yeah. All of that seems appropriate for, for, for Ollie. Um, I don't know how 
I do feel like there is a, at, at a certain point where Oliver is seeing like earth Two get destroyed in front of his eyes in episode one mm-hmm. kind of felt like he should maybe go over to central city for a second and be like, Hey Barry, I need help. Um, things yeah. <laughs> a little bit, like it's a little bit of a missed opportunity. Um, because, uh, you know, at that point, Barry could have been like, oh yeah, cause I just, I done seen that shit. It blew up everything gone. <laughs> <laughs> they could have maybe done something with that, but it does feel like Oliver also is very much under the, uh, under the command of, uh, the monitor throughout this last season and just sort of doing exactly what he says because he has to. Yeah. I mean, he has a carrot and a stick. He's, he's abiding by the rules. Mm-hmm. Um, I like seeing Earth 2 Queen Mansion and everyone who was there, everyone who survived, how things could have been different. Yeah. Um, I I liked seeing, uh, I I thought it was kind of interesting how they, how they went about it. Like as a, as a goodbye to the show, like every episode sort of being a, Hey, this is what happened in this season. We're going to revisit Hong Kong. We're going to revisit Nana Parbat. Etc. You know, I, th- I thought yeah. that was an interesting choice, and we got to see, you know, uh, uh, Thea and, and uh, wow, the names are just leaving my head. It's over, and I'm done now. Um, <laughs> Roy, what happened, Roy? Okay, <laughs> yeah, I love that he lost his arm. Yeah, that was pretty cool. Oh, that was that was really good. Uh-huh. That was rough to and, watch too. By the way, in in saying even that, it feels like we're gonna skip over some stuff, and we are. We just are. It's or we're we're just gonna talk about the entire series with, like you said, the the <laughs> the onus being on the the last episode. But fuck him losing his arm, like that was so rewarding. Yes, which feels weird to say. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it just feels weird to say out loud. But it really made a lot of sense. And then him getting the little mechanical arm back and everything like that. And by the way, um, him and Thea, I I really enjoyed that. Yes, in the finale that. That hit, yes. that hit to me. That, uh, yeah, that was that was good. Mm-hmm. I was heavily in favor. I was too. I was happy to see that happen. Um, happy that Roy is not gonna. I mean, as far as we can tell, is not gonna wind up on freaking Lian Yu in the future. Yeah, <laughs> being a sad <Yep>. bastard. <laughs> being um, a sad boy. Yep. Love seeing Anatoly again. I just always love seeing Anatoly. Love that he's back in Oliver's corner. Every time. Every single time. They've been fun to see. Mm-hmm. Uh yeah. I, I've enjoyed this season. It's been it's been weird though, for real. And mm-hmm. I, I to see the whole thing in the context of the crisis events. Mm-hmm. It's it's been a hell of a journey. Like if anything, we need to kind of focus on, okay, well, after crisis, what did we get? And by the way, um, this is the major bet that I lost. Uh-huh. You did really get Tommy back. I really did, yeah. That was <laughs> Eric Leeper mentioned that, uh, <laughs> and we talked about it the last episode a little bit. But um, he was saying like I was going to owe you a dollar's worth of pennies, and apparently in the episode they this old ass episode, like maybe our sixth episode ever, uh, fifth or sixth, something like that, it's maybe third. I don't even minute. know. But um, yeah, you said I wasn't gonna get Tommy. Uh, we made a bet. So, um, I, I mean, I could still me. argue that like you didn't get him in, you know what? The arrow yeah. cannon, but yeah, because this is earth prime. This isn't earth one. This is a separate universe. He even mentions it in the episode of saying 
that, you know, a different Earth's version of him died. So I don't know, man. I feel like this is at best a oh, gentleman's no, no, straw. No, no, no. What we have left at this point is Earth Prime. Mm-hmm. That is, and I, I would be happy to, to die by the side of this argument right now. This is the new universe. Uh-huh. We combine things. This is Earth CW, Earth Prime, Earth everything. Uh-huh. Whatever was left at the wayside is gone. So, um, so on well, the one hand, I could say like, yeah, it took an entire crisis event to give you your Tommy back. On the other hand, I'd have to be like, well, but he's here right the fuck right now. So fucking, I got nothing. Here's your hundred pennies, man. I Can I not, can you not give me the hundred pennies? I just don't want the hundred pennies. I don't either. <laughs> I don't even know where I'd get them. <laughs> I will, I will emotionally give you a dollar right now on air. Right. Yours. Right. I'm. I, I was gonna say like, can we just like do like a gentleman's handshake or something, yeah. and then no, realize next time that we're, we're both... out eating together, and you're leaving yeah. a tip. I will leave the extra dollar that you right. were gonna leave. I don't leave tips. You leave the tips if you're paying. <laughs> <laughs> I'll leave a tip if I have to pay, but I mean, <laughs> that is sadly true. Most of the time we go out to eat, I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna be over here right now. Uh, I'm buying if you want to come. Oh, sure. Yeah, that's how that works. Like. <laughs> That, that that's what you have to do to like lure me out of my house actually this will be even better i'm just gonna leave an extra <laughs> dollars worth of tip when you remind me over whatever the hell i was going to yeah you'll, you'll leave an extra dollars worth of tip plus whatever meal you're going to purchase for me because otherwise i'm not leaving my house <laughs> <laughs> i'd like, like to add to the tip though because at least it'll just be another dollars worth of joy into the world yeah so, my my lost bet, not for loss. Right. I'll take that. Yeah. Like, hey, you want to go meet somewhere? Uh, can't we do this over the phone? I'm buying. All right, I'll be there in a minute. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be there in seven. Go ahead and order carnitas. Yeah, All carnita. Right, sure. uh, yeah, mm, those sound good. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, I was very pleased. I think I was very pleased with this season. Uh, I feel like the most disappointing episode of the season was probably the the backdoor pilot, just because I generally hate those anyway. I wasn't so much disappointed about it. I think they've learned a lot of lessons. Mm-hmm. And um, I, don't, I don't know how I'm going to feel about that show, but I didn't hate the backdoor pilot part of it. And especially, like, how many times has the CW and... A number of other shows that even we carry, like, uh, there's... The CW alone uses this mechanism a lot. And DC Universe uh, has apparently taken it under their wing as well. Uh-huh. Um, we're used to that idea. I, I didn't think it was a bad backdoor pilot. But I... I I'm, I'm not completely sold on where I'm going with it. I mean, I, I really like Mia. Yeah, I, I, I think you had, like, half of, a, of, a, of an idea that I agree with there. It wasn't a bad it, it wasn't a bad pilot, but it was a terrible episode of Arrow. You know, yeah. I as far as like the penultimate episode of Arrow goes, yeah, that that would have been better served some other way. It was like the last episode of Enterprise, where it's like they really just kind of wrapped it into a TNG episode. I'm like, I don't want to see a TNG. I want to watch the last episode <laughs> of Enterprise. That's not what I'm here for. Yeah. <laughs> like don't like uh, give me two episodes. Just make nine and ten part of fade out, and just be done with it. Don't uh, oh, whatever. You've been hurt this way before. I Clearly. have. I have. Yeah, we've all been there. I get it. The actual 
the actual show as as it existed in that ninth episode i don't have a problem with it i i, I there's i feel like it's it's dangerous to express indifference <laughs> in mm-hmm. certain ways but I, I have nothing against it and i'm hopeful and uh honestly i expect good things yeah but i mean i hope they pick it up because they actually left it on a hell of a cliffhanger i'm we're gonna get that show you think i'd bet think money so. yeah me too but if they're just it's like happened. oh we decided like oh we decided if, not to do it no oh, okay if we didn't get that show i would still be pretty happy with Kind of seeing where that goes in the future. Mm-hmm. And actually, I'll give it this. Um, if we do see where that goes in the future, given what I saw, mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, I, I can dig that. There's a lot of attraction here for me. If we didn't, cool. Nice, like, uh, slap shot into the future, get to see what's going on, and uh, don't have to worry about it later kind of thing. Well, you know, uh, William is kidnapped. Yeah. yeah. So there's that. But I guess, like, since she figured out where young William was in the finale and then did the right thing and didn't murder the guy who kidnapped him, we know that she's going to follow in her father's footsteps and find adult William. I just hope that it's not like, if we do get the, if they do make Green Arrow and the Canaries into a show, I hope that it's not like a VR Troopers type of situation where she's just, like, looking for William, like, the entire series. (laughs) Oh, God, no. God, (laughs) please, no. Complete with like the uh, the voiceover at the end where she's like standing by the little like outdoor gazebo dojo and she's like, I don't know where you are, William, but I will find you someday, someday. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> where else can you get a VR Troopers <sighs> reference on an Arrow podcast? Only right here, baby. Only right here. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I hope that... uh Green Arrow and the Canaries. It's not exactly a show that I was like super excited to to see uh, happen. I'm not terribly interested in it. But uh, now that they have ended it with uh, with a cliffhanger, with uh, William being kidnapped and sort of proven to us in uh, Fade Out that Mia can be the Green Arrow of the future and that she's found William before, I, I'd like to see her uh, go forward. And I'd like to at least get like a mini series, if nothing else. I'm sure they'll 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 uh, order it to series in some capacity. Um, but yeah, uh, I'm pretty sure they're they're in the clock tower from Birds of Prey again, or at least part of that set. <laughs> ah, that's pretty good. <laughs> they just keep using that set. That's um, a good set. It's it's not a bad set. They have it sitting somewhere. Yeah, why? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, by the way, I love that the human trafficker was was named John Byrne. That was fun. <sighs> I'm going to feel like an idiot. Uh, explain that reference to me. Oh, uh, John Byrne is just a famous uh, uh, artist and writer who has worked on a ton of different things, including Green Arrow. He also the name sounds uh, familiar, but I feel like I'm just forgetting something. He, uh, he was also like one of the primary people who revitalized x-men back in the day with uh chris claremont that's Um, yeah that's where yeah okay he's worked on a ton of star trek books comic books that is uh yeah he's he's pretty uh pretty big deal in the comic book he's out there okay yeah yep um so the the finale was pretty confusing to me at first like it we had to like pause it and like suss it all out Mm mm-hmm because it was like, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. <laughs> At first, I didn't know where it happened. 
And at what point? So I'm like, okay, so according to the documentary, Dinah Drake is still post crisis Mm -hmm. in she's being promoted. And what she, cause she said the day after Oliver's memorial. And then like a few, like the memorial actually happens at the end of the episode. So she's going to move to Metropolis. She turns down the job. She's going to move to Metropolis. Now, according to green arrow and the canaries, the last episode or the, the penultimate episode of, of arrow, the day after Oliver's memorial, she woke up in the future and she had never, she had no, there was no record of her existence. Mm-hmm. So fade out happens before that for her, but after green arrow and the canaries for Mia. <laughs> yeah. So there, there was there just a few still things. room for something right. to go the fuck down. So I just kind of kept like pausing at me and my wife just kept pausing. Like, okay, wait, <laughs> <laughs> there's a space here. <laughs> some shit's gonna go down <laughs> so mia has watched her brother get kidnapped in the future right she is already hanging out with katie cassidy and uh juliana harkavy or whatever her name is with dinah and laurel or dinah right. and dinah yeah if you want to get funny about it um, i like dinah and laurel in this scenario but okay right right so but for dinah and laurel in the past they have not had that adventure yet Mm-hmm. So I'm just like, just, okay, this is some Stephen Moffat shit. <laughs> They're getting wibbly wobbly, timey wimey with me. Mm-hmm. But um, that was great. That was interesting and made me think for a second. Uh, Really, really made me live, li- you know, practice what I preach, you know. Like, I gave it a minute. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I continuously give it a minute. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I love seeing everybody come back, man. I love seeing I love seeing the flashbacks to Oliver. I loved being reminded of what the sh- what he was like and what the show was like back in 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 2012. Um, oh yeah, that they did a great job with that. Yeah, I I really loved that. I loved seeing uh, everybody pop up. I loved seeing Sarah and and uh, and uh, I and dude, Sarah, I like somebody who's become. Uh, so integral to another show like originally in the pilot being some just forgotten figure Mm -hmm. Uh, the fact that they work that in um despite it being recast and everything else that's uh Mm -hmm. i don't know that's that's important now i i think my favorite thing about this and there's there's an air of well none of none of the show made sense i've seen a couple people say that Mm -hmm. or none of the show uh mattered uh and i disagree completely and uh, I think, and the the big hangup seems to be that Oliver brought everybody back, everybody of consequence, except for Earth One Laurel, of course. <laughs> um, she gone. She Actually, gone. That was a that was one of my favorite uh, parts of the episode was her conversation. Uh, Laurel, there's nothing about you that needs to be fixed. Mm-hmm. And I liked I liked uh, Moira's explanation of that too. Mara, Mara, Mara. God, when, um, I'm, the the one thing about this show that I'm going to really enjoy is not trying to ever have to fucking say her name again. Right. Uh, well, Moira mm-hmm. explains. You say, but my mouth ag- disagrees with. Mm-hmm. Moira mm-hmm. explains, <laughs> uh, I think, to Speedy. Mm-hmm. She tells her, like, because Speedy doesn't understand, much like the fans. Why he would well? The fans didn't wonder about Robert Queen. They were wondering about like why wouldn't he bring back Earth One Laurel? Mm-hmm. And she or I forget who of the hell uh, 
uh, Mara was dating for a while there that seemed like a pretty good bloke, but... Oh, he just left her and went on to other things. He's yeah, not he dead. just bounced. Yeah, I would have liked to have seen Walter, but... Uh, Walter, that was his name. Walter yeah. Steele. Yeah. yeah. But um, that would have been neat to see him, but uh, we didn't get that, and we, but we got so much else, I feel like I can't really complain. But Moira explains that uh, she thinks Oliver couldn't bring or couldn't bring back anyone whose death changed him as a person. It was a pretty good explanation, which would Honestly. explain. And you know, that was and, pretty solid writing. Quentin believes that you know he he didn't bring back Earth One Laurel because Earth Two Laurel was didn't need fixing and didn't you know whatever. Now they apparently those they are went, compatible the, thoughts to me. The writers went back and forth on whether they should bring back Earth One Laurel. And uh, I guess it was just too much and too much to deal with to have like two different versions of Laurel in the future because you're going to have Earth 2 Laurel and, you know, that whatever. would be a lot. And also sure. you, you'd you be kind of like undoing a little bit of, of, of Earth 2 Laurel's character development. Not yes, completely, but absolutely. she did. I mean, you wouldn't be because only in her status. No, you would though. In her case, exactly her case, a lot of her character development has was because it of that derived death. from the original yeah. Cassidy appearance. Yeah. So I mean, yeah, maybe. But I was I think fine like with the, it. The OG Laurel Lance is mm-hmm. just. I'm, I'm sorry, but and and by the way, this is she is our least favorite version of that actress's appearance in this universe. Yeah. Like they have gotten better and better and better. Like at this point, I really like what they've got going on right now but that no i'm good i'm, uh, I'm gonna bounce she's my second least favorite version of uh the character yeah my least favorite version of the character was the smallville version oh man that was dark but uh yeah i uh, i even like frank miller's all-star batman and robin version of black canary better than uh <laughs> there are a lot of better versions Mm-hmm. honestly they're just there are a lot of better versions um, in this version, I mean, this all what we have right but, now. This know. is for me, for my flavorings, for my subjective opinion. Mm-hmm. This is my favorite version of Laurel that we've seen so far. I'm happy that they keep her, and I'm actually pretty happy. Like I, I really dug that conversation. I dug that they included that as her uh, development, even in in this episode. Mm-hmm. That. This conversation was what they were gearing towards, and it was Lance, of all people, who I think, by the way, is just going to be gone outright after this little uh, side note. Um, <clears throat> maybe. You'll probably, like, we'll probably still hear about him. We'll know? hear about him, maybe. We'll see him from time to time, but he's he's pretty much gone. Just write him out. You're I'd love to see, see an occasional... I'd love to see an occasional Lance and old makeup hanging out on Green Arrow and the Canaries, you know? I, yeah, I mean, don't <clears throat> count it out, but... Give him a happy, a happy ending a little bit. Don't count on him. <laughs> he's he's gone. Um, but for him, of all people, and after all of the development that those two have had, this other version of his daughter that is never going to be his daughter, but somebody who really means a lot to him, and this version of, of her dad, who, same. All the sames. All mm-hmm. the feels. Man, they were, they were a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. And that conversation for me, uh, God, it was, it was really good. Yeah. Such a fucking fatherly thing to say. Like, well, you don't need any improvement. And it's it's such it not only does it uh, not only does it like make sense with 
the new Arrowverse. Mm-hmm. It makes sense, like as a father, a thing you say, like as especially as a father figure, like somebody who's trying to take on that role, a thing you might say, and in that universe, a thing that is completely cogent. It makes complete sense. Those are the same phrases. Whatever. Um, it, <laughs> it's it. I don't know. I I totally bought it. it. Like that. That was a real heart jerk. Heart jerking moment for me. Mm-hmm. Heart got jerked toward the surface, toward the light. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. I. I. Yeah. I liked that. Uh. That Oliver resurrected so many people and basically created his own version of uh, of Star City. Now, what was what's interesting is. I saw an article point this out and I had forgotten all about it. And I was really glad to see this because this is pretty interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, someone basically, I think it was someone on comicbook.com wrote an article about how they basically turned Oliver into parallax because in the comics wow. at the, at the vanishing point <laughs> um, during this zero hour at the vanishing point during zero hour, Freaking Parallax decides to create, recreate the universe and bring everybody back that he lost in Coast City. Mm-hmm. And Green Arrow is the one that stops him from doing it. After all of their needle, Neil Adams journeys. Yeah. Uh-huh. I that. Isn't that funny? <laughs> it kind of is. So instead of having Oliver stop Green Arrow from, I mean, Green Lantern from cre- recreating the multiverse in his image... Instead, Ollie becomes the freaking Spectre, and we know what happened to Hal. He became the Spectre later. Mm-hmm. So instead of Hal becoming the Spectre, Ollie became a Spectre and did exactly what Hal was trying to do. He recreated the multiverse the way he wanted to. That's, that's pretty good. That's fun. That's a whole lot of fun. That's pretty good. But he brings back Moira, Imiko, freaking Quentin, Tommy. Uh, in this version, Tommy was married to Earth One Laurel, um, mm-hmm. which is kind of tragic for Tommy, but, you know, in multiple yeah, ways. a little bit, but he can recover from that. That's been a minute. Um, mm-hmm. Also, is it just me or was it kind of fun that Thea still has her scars? Yeah, that was cool. Didn't redo that. No, she oh. still lived through some shit. Yeah, absolutely. Um, they didn't like take out the the major beats of the show it was just like anything that happened to oliver that fundamentally changed him as a person had to happen but he was still able to like that was one of the major beauties of how they wrapped it up yeah like everything had to happen for this to happen and uh i don't know man i dug it i really dug it i i cried you know i well i didn't like cry cry like i continuously got um Misty eyed oh, and had to wipe my eyes, down, you know. But, like the entire time, water was seeping from my eyes and mm-hmm. my throat was clenched. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it was a uh, very emotional ending for me. And it wasn't uh, someone as much as said, everyone, uh, I think it was who was the specter that hands him off the specter reins? Uh, that was, um, what's his name? I can't, uh, of course, I can't remember it, the, the time that you asked me. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but he as much as says everything you've done leads up to this moment. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm, I'm. I have to look it up. I can't remember the bur- I stupid so name. I wish it was the guy from Constantine. <laughs> Jim Corrigan. My God. I mean, Jim Corrigan. Yes, I knew that part. But I was, I was really hoping it was somebody else for a second. I know. I know. I knew better. 
Well, he says his name is Jim Corrigan, and Constantine says, not the Jim Corrigan I know. Oh, fuck, he does, doesn't he? He absolutely does. In Crisis, he says, not the Jim Corrigan I know. So it's like, multiverse, baby. Yeah, of course. I was happy. Because when he was cast, I was like, oh, I mean, I guess I can deal with a recast. We've dealt with recasts before. But I I love the fact that we had John actually just say, no. I mean, yeah, but not the one I know. Sidebar, from all this, what do you bet percentage-wise that you get to see, like, at least, at least Constantine say something about Chaz? At some point. I don't know. I'm going with 20, 25. Why? Maybe 30. <laughs> That's, uh, where are you coming from? What are you talking about? Well, I, it's it's an abandoned character. He is. He is, yeah, a little bit. I Just mean, the idea that they bring in him bring him in by name and uh, in this new like post-crisis version, you can just do that. I you mean, just be like, oh, yeah, no, I used to know a guy named Chaz. Well, the the way that the sh- TV show Constantine kind of painted John, he just sort of, he hangs out with a group of people for a minute, and then they all oh, die he's, or suffer he's a immeasurable loss. He's, <laughs> he, he is not a hero. Well, yeah, like I, was, like I was saying, though, it was like they either die or, you know, get uh, suffer immeasurable loss and move on from their life with John. And yeah. uh, and that's why he's always like, you don't want to <laughs> hit your scenario, wagon of my you're star. alive love. and you still have your soul. Mm-hmm. And so, some fun stories. I mean, I would love to know what happened to uh, Chaz and uh, a psychic What's artist girl. Zed? Was that her name? I think it was Zed. I th- yeah, yeah, I think you're right about that. Um, yeah, I'd, I'd love to, I, you know, deal with all that. And I get a 15% chance. Especially considering the fact that we know that uh, D.B. Woodside and uh, Dude from, from Lost is now in the same canon in some capacity. In, uh, <laughs> in the same Paranu, multiverse. I want to say. Harold, yeah. Harold Perrineau, yeah. We got it together. Every time I see him, I just think of him going, Walt! <laughs> Which is all just, it's all from Lost. It's just, <laughs> that's how I first met him. Michael Unlost. Fair. Fair. Uh, what else? I feel like we're missing something here on this finale. Got it. I mean, I, I really enjoyed the shot of it. Yeah. Felicity meeting Mia for the first time. Seeing Mia for the first time. Which right. So, going some... back to that and the comic book. Mm-hmm. Okay, if you haven't read The Crisis on Infinite Earths, uh, 100-page Giant, number two, which is available possibly at your local Walmart, uh, this is what we're referring to. Anyway, in two weeks, it will be available at your uh, distributor, but... Mm-hmm. Probably less at this point. I think it was going to be 214. Uh, well, yeah, but uh, maybe. I don't know. Could be wrong about the date. Yeah, um, I don't know. If you, if you can't get that, just... Go to a matinee and and find Sonic because I think that is two fourteen for reasons that I I I just don't understand. All right, of all the things I've ever thought on a date, maybe I'll invite her to a Sonic live action movie. I I don't I maybe I'm just old. I don't know. That's never occurred to me. Sorry, now I've got the song Sonic theme song in my head from the first mm-hmm, game. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All I can hear is the splash sounds. I hear the rings when before I the splash. I lost my rings. Yeah. Ring, ding, 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 ding. Like, no, yeah. you bastards. Boom. Been there. Lost 99 rings. You know that noise when you hit like one of those spiky creatures, you go, boom. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you have like a second and a half. Or no, you have about a half a second to recover and get somewhere useful. Mm-hmm. 
do 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 so that's all right. right so it's it's close close enough mm. anyway uh what were we talking about we were oh yeah the the comic book uh ah, yes. yeah yeah felicity sees mia once uh while she's inside of the book of oa right and uh which is apparently literally written uh with time (laughs) and uh the words are gives it some extra qualities yeah uh so she sees mia grown up then later on the wave rider she sees mia in person and then ducks behind a corridor so mia doesn't see her um and then kind of goes back and holds baby mia and with the knowledge that oliver is going to uh, restart the universe as the Spectre. Now, uh, the in... only confusing part to me, mm-hmm. and you may have, and I think definitely did pick up on this part. Mm. When we see Felicity again in the era finale, yes, she just kind of wanders in and she gets a lot of fanfare. And just of all the people that could have noticed, Mia's just off in her own corner right now. Mm-hmm. Well, there's that, and the fact that, that part's that... confusing. I mean, There's, she must know her her mom's name is Felicity. That is not a super popular name. Yeah, and I, I would don't understand care what the show did for that name. I understand. I don't mean Arrow. I mean the show name Felicity. I don't care how many people. You're, you're still gonna notice. Like you're you're still gonna notice. It's it was a weird moment for me. Now, uh, yeah, I understand why Mia would kind of keep her distance from her mom. I get that they both would keep their distance, but the fact that there was. All right, here's the, it's one of my only problems with the finale as far as how it was handled. Mm-hmm. The fact that early on, they're both in the same room and they don't say anything. There's no real explanation for that. And then later, they're in the same room and there's a perfectly good explanation for that. Mm-hmm. I get the one, I don't get the other. My big question, like I understand both why, I understand why they wouldn't say anything to each other both times, but... My big question is, why does Felicity, one, doesn't have any emotional reaction to Mia when she walks in, and Mia's just kind of hanging out over the corners, like, Felicity has more of an emotional reaction about seeing the bunker again, for God's sake, and two, when she, like, later on, they present it as if someone just told her, by the way, that blonde girl over there is your daughter, Mia, because she is acting like all teary and shit, looking at her from afar and talking to somebody about her, but is acting like she had never seen her before. So my, you know, just trying to fit the comic book in, I understand why they would do it for the show, because most people are not going to read that comic. No, I think it actually fits, though, for that. mm -hmm. Because if you showed me the adult version of my daughter right now, I would be absolutely confused. Yes, but this would be the, like, second... Or actually, third time you had seen her with that knowledge of who she was. And I say that being still the person who the second or third time I'm introduced to you still needs to be told who the fuck you are. Uh huh. I mean, like, if you're a normal person who is, like, super intelligent, though, like, <laughs> super intelligent does not actually. Felicity's it, not forgetting that shit, no, dude. No, seriously. Seriously, legitimately brain-wise, there is no oh, correlation between your ability to recognize faces or memorize names Okay, and your ability to have general intelligence, like the IQ that we recognize as being a... That is fine. Thing. 
you you can pick me apart on that. That's fine. But we're talking about Felicity, who you know remembers freaking names from season one and knows yeah, who's after names. Oliver because somebody you know he killed somebody's son or somebody's son was a piss ant. Like she remembers these people, dude. I know she has it. Like we're talking about somebody who pulled Oa out of her ass and just uh-huh. like pulled a fucking. We're we're gonna phase over to Oa right uh-huh. now because I'm gonna bring my my husband back and yeah. did all that and then yeah. confronted the fucking animator and uh, monitor. I mean, and <laughs> I almost should stop and reprimand myself. Um, in this context, I mean, monitor. My bad. So sorry. Uh-huh. Anti is very different. And and then in this context, she she almost um like not she doesn't intimidate him, but she for sure stands up to him mm-hmm. and holds something back even. Yeah, which is impressive. It, Just it straight was, out yeah. impressive. But it has nothing to do with recognizing the face of someone who you've never seen before. And in some context, have seen before. But in that context, it was like you were in this psychedelia, Grant Morrison-esque trip of the the you don't read words, you read time. Kind Except, of, of course, she met her on the way, saw her on the wave rider, knew exactly who she was and ducked behind a corridor. Yes. In yes. the book. But that plays in later where in the show, as we actually get to see her, she was a little bit afraid. The only thing well, I had problem with... Mm-hmm. I, the only thing it's not that it's 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 the blocking it's the blocking that i had problems with like uh-huh. you can see her in the background mm-hmm. there, there, there's no like i think we're both hanging on this that she cannot be oblivious yeah she unless can't she's be oblivious. literally oblivious unless she's taking in the arrow uh universe again for the first time in x amount of time and uh and just I don't know, unless she's so taken by that that she doesn't understand that literally they showed us on screen her and Mia in the same shot. Uh huh. I I have to believe that Felicity. Am I wrong about that, by the way? Because I'm pretty sure Mia was in the background. Yeah, she was. She was. I have to believe that somewhere between issue number two of that crisis Mm -hmm. on Infinite Earths comic Mm -hmm. and the last episode of Arrow, the the. Felicity's memories were rewritten, and she never remembered going to Oa. She didn't remember Mia from the future or any of that shit. She wasn't a paragon. They didn't tell her what was going on. The only reason, like, for instance, like, the only reason, like, Tyler Hecklin's Superman remembers anything from that is because Lex wanted him to. So Felicity's mm. memory had to have been erased. Maybe. I, I would be willing to argue with you that it, it didn't matter that way, but... Because Shit, she, re- it, it could have mattered that way. My own, like, oh, also, I could argue that because she was in the Book of Oa, mm-hmm. that that existed slightly out of time. I mean, we're talking about like affecting the Book of Oa is something that Chronos, uh, uh, the original uh, "Go fuck yourself" uh, person who started all of this, mm-hmm. and the Spectre, who uh, we didn't go over this, but it was in there. Um, and we know it's part of the crisis storyline. Spectre himself, like, was just laid out by the events of this uh, crossover. Mm-hmm. It is a powerful event. I mean, it, on the one hand, you could argue that if Felicity is able to go into the Book of Oa, uh, maybe she's able to sneak out with some stuff. And by the way, um, it's the Anti Monitor's shadows that are 
affecting her when she goes in. So maybe she goes in and out with some extra credentials that mm-hmm. <laughs> other people didn't have. Like Spectre didn't have that. Uh, fucking Kronos didn't have that. Like they they all they they exist differently in this version. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, maybe maybe she got in and out with something that gives her some I don't know, something close to the uh, the Paragon level of reality. Yeah. Um, I don't know, man. I'm just going to go with the simplest explanation that her brain got rewritten with Earth Prime. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard to argue with Arkham's Razor. <laughs> Arkham's Razor. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> yeah, Arkham's Razor. That's what, that's what we call Razor. it on. That's what we call it on this show. <laughs> um, I think that's just what like Zaz would call his shiv. <sighs> that's yeah. I don't know though. Like she could have gone in and gotten out with extra information, theoretically, but not necessarily at all. Mm-hmm. Real chance? Eh. Yeah. I don't know. Real chance she can just fuck herself. Who can? Yeah. <laughs> Who are you talking about, Felicity? Oh yeah, Felicity. Sorry. <laughs> sorry, I got distracted. I was thinking about everyone in general who can fuck themselves after the time frame. <laughs> and I got a little distracted. My bad. My bad. I meant Felicity. I meant I meant that one. Uh huh. All right. Real chance she just walked out, and that was just one of the Oliver outputs. Uh, that gets to stay, but in this version and like the uh, comic book between episode one and two, mm-hmm. that it matters later and it ties in later, but yeah. it's just because he said so. Okay, real uh, chance she can fuck herself is what I was trying to say. All right, so um, I mean, I I love to think that, and and I actually do. I think between episode one and two, when she got all this done with the Owens and the everybody else, that she got all that done. But uh, the the ending where we're left with, uh, I don't know. Maybe maybe now it's I, all rewritten. I do want to ask about the ending because we 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 went back to the finale of uh, season seven, mm-hmm. where Monitor drags her or not drags, but pulls her or top. You know what I mean? Lets her into that portal yeah. to the afterlife, essentially. Yeah. Oh, Felicity yeah, basically they decides end. to die, and um, Felicity basically decides to die and go to the mm-hmm. afterlife to be with with, with Oliver. Mm-hmm. Now, I thought the monitor died, so I guess it could be a different universe's monitor. I don't because uh, like the what happened in twenty forty that that future is gone. It didn't happen that way at all. So wherever Felicity is, like this is a different version of Felicity. And a different version of the monitor, because monitor had not foreseen Oliver dying the way he did, and the season seven monitor that should no longer exist, as far as I'm con- as I can tell. But whatever. Uh, how, what, what did you think about the ending of, of her dying, leaving her children, not helping them anymore, and uh, just so she could go and and be with uh, Oliver in in the afterlife? Okay. All right. Um, monitor could not defeat the anti monitor. We know that, I think, mm-hmm. from canon. Um, they needed something as powerful as the Spectre to do it. And apparently, in this context, they needed something as powerful as the Spectre, uh, given Oliver's willpower to do it. I, I know they have children, but I don't really have a context of when that happens. Now, that being said, I also have some context of when that happens. 
And they go through a lot of trouble to do some timey-wimey shit that says uh, when when they finally do talk at the funeral, uh, where Mia just says, like, no, he trained me. I, I had time with him. Mm-hmm. I, I think they got to include everything. I know it's a bit timey-wimey. Okay, I'm not sure I what you're referring to. But they did get to include everything. As far as, like, I don't think she's fucking off on her children. And, you know, we, we think Oliver is dead in some capacity. So well, what yeah, are you he, talking about? Okay, what I'm talking about is the fact that in 2040, uh-huh. by hook or by crook, even though the timeline has changed and who the hell knows where this monitor came from, because he should be dead. <laughs> sure. And, and the timeline has completely changed from the season seven finale. So it shouldn't be at all what we just saw in that finale. Uh, Felicity, even though she appears to be, to have plenty of years left in her decides I'm not going to spend any more time with my children here, even though they are, you know, young people and might still have lives and are going to be protecting the city or, or not, whatever. Mm. She decides, Nope, I'm done with living. I want to go live. I want to go be with Oliver in the afterlife. There's no more good for me to do. You know, I don't know how much I can justify this as far as timeline goes, but, um, in, in a previous episode, um, God, I think the, uh, I can't remember where it was. Um, when she steps into that timing with the monitor and he tells her, you can't come back from this and I have a mission for you. Uh, to me, effectively, he tells her, I have a mission for you. And they go into basically this comic book and she comes back and then she uh, is told again, once you go into this, you, there is no coming back. And I don't know where they are right now. It, it, we're saying the afterlife, but I really don't know. Afterlife alternate dimension what the fuck ever it's a monitor call it what you want to call it yeah but there's no I'm, way back so she still can't see her children ever again no way back but doesn't mean that all right so if if it was no way back for oliver when he went there mm-hmm. and it was no way back for her when she did it doesn't necessarily mean that she can't see her children again i mean maybe they can't come back but in a way also uh the monitor is an unreliable narrator as far as that goes like he clearly kind of doesn't know the power that would be required to pull them from that he has been beaten before yeah he's been beaten before i'm just saying that as far as she knows there's no way back there's no way to see her children again yeah i'm fine with that i don't think there is either i'm good with that version but i don't know i don't know how much she's giving up and in in this current time frame i don't know how much she's giving up to do that because even if that's where she ends her life and that's the version we saw her walk into i don't know what she got to live out because they keep like it's it's something they harp on in the the last episode and this comic is um she got to actually like hold her child and watch her grow up Mm -hmm. i'm i have the feeling that she got to do all that like she got to raise mia and william and then bounce into that like she was called into a higher purpose kind of thing I don't specifically have a, a bone to pick with it. I've just seen a lot of people who do. And I was curious I what you thought about it. there's a lot of it. play here. I mean, I'm literally just talking out of my ass as I'm describing everything. But I think there's a lot of play here. I, I, like, the time frame in which she goes into that little perpetual nothing, She, I don't think she just does that immediately. Do you remember anything to prove me wrong? Like, I think she could just go into that after she raises them. And, and that's... She knew she did good, you know? Yeah, but, yeah, I mean, there's nothing timeline-wise preventing her from doing it. I'm just saying that she is 
very it, it appears anyway that she's in good health that uh there isn't any reason she couldn't you know hang around and 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 help the kids out in their mission with star city uh aside from just emily bet rickards not wanting to do the damn show anymore yeah, <laughs> yeah i think she's done well she's obviously done they didn't even know they were gonna get her back for the finale for god's sake yeah anyway i was just wondering what your thoughts were but no, I uh, think there's a ton of possibilities, but it, uh, I don't think it, I don't think there's anything in stone. I mean, uh, I don't think there's anything you could count out exclusively right now. Uh, so yeah, I, uh, I I love the the Diggle uh, eulogy for Oliver. I oh god, that was so good. I loved uh, Quentin unveiling the memorial statue in his little uh, speech. Um, Fuck, I feel like we spent so much of this episode <laughs> talking about some. Some bullshit. Um, those were fantastic. That speech was the epitome of what I expect an Arrow's speech to be. Mm-hmm. And I'm damned if that statue didn't make me cry a little bit. Yeah, it did. Yeah. He saved this city. Like, that. after all the fall to all, he saved this fucking city. Yeah. That was so good. Uh, D- Diggle witnesses a meteor crash and finds the uh, Green Lantern ring. That they're not actually saying it's a Green Lantern ring, but hey, it's a Green Lantern ring. That's one of those where I'll happily say, go fuck yourself. We know what that was. <laughs> mm-hmm. Don't you try to fool me. Yeah. We know what's happened here. Yeah. Oh, I'm going to fuck off to Petropolis a little bit. Which, by the way, I, I did enjoy the conversation with uh, Dinah, uh, Diggle, and uh, Renee. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Renee's going to stay and be apparently a mayor of a city with no crime, which good luck. Mm-hmm. Because that's not a thing. And then, I mean... It, Oliver willed Ol- that shit Oliver, into existence. I find it way more uh, likely that Oliver willed it into existence rather than the you know Dark Knight Rises version of like, oh, organized crime went away, so no more crime. We're good here. <laughs> um, no, fuck that. No, the son of a bitch inspector literally willed it into even existence. Even that. Even the son of a bitch inspector. You could will it for... I don't know how many minutes before uh, it's an old uh, venture venture brothers joke about like uh, the moment the third son was born, the first two hatched a scam, a scheme against him. Mm-hmm. I think that came from somewhere else, uh, <laughs> but that's where I remember it. The same as one of my favorite pieces of advice. Uh, you give him an inch. He, he thinks he's a ruler. Mm-hmm. Um, there's just no fucking way you cannot decrime a city. Like, you you can't, like, unless you could just level out the SES values of every other fucking thing in that city. Like, no one has wants. No one has needs. We're good here. It's it's entirely copacetic. It, it's one of those things where, like, I think you could do it in a flash. But even the Spectre, I don't think, could do that perpetually. I think it's just going to be a matter of... Oh, no, not perpetually. Until, no, yeah. I, until... I think major crime, major crime. I, I don't think it's all crime because there's still a police department and there's still jails and shit. But I think major crime, like Star City has basically been relegated to Mayberry. Chicken thieves and shit, you know? Yeah, uh, I can do that. I can do that. <laughs> and, and, and major crime, like death stroke. Like there's not a serial killer division of. <laughs> right. Yeah. I get anyway. that. Anyway. But even if. All that off the table. Yeah, just a matter of time before us humans fuck it up. Oh, yeah. I mean, we saw that in Green Arrow and the Canaries. 
Yeah. And yeah. he only hey. had that power for so long. I mean, he, mm-hmm. he did his goddamnedest. And uh, according to what we're left with, fuck, it was a hell of a legacy for Arrow. Which, by the way, just talking about the legacy of the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Um, it just By the way, in the context of the show, I think it would be appropriate to say he did his monitor damnedest. <laughs> no, no. He's literally the right hand of God. <laughs> he did his God damnedest. Oh. <laughs> Is God righteousness just I, whatever you want to call it? Uh-huh. This is for a, a character that started with nothing. A character that were like went like when we started watching the show, it was just uh like we didn't even like it. We didn't like it. It took us a, a the better part of two episodes to be mm-hmm. like, okay, yeah, I like where this is going. And by the third episode, we were just like, yeah, what's next? Yeah. I'm in. Yeah. Um, fuck it. It grew on us very quickly. And we've had our ups and downs, but for God's sake, it, it, that show, what it has accomplished, I, I've i never seen anything like it. Like, to have started as many other shows it has. And I specifically remember, um, I think it was like Fat Man or Batman, where uh, uh, Kreisberg, uh, that, uh, apparently Kreisberg, that little fucker, um was talking about Berlanti talking to him uh, <laughs> and saying, it's like, no, 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 you don't understand. Like, we can, we can start this now. And this was like a year and a half into Arrow at picking up and having good numbers where they're like, no, we can do the Flash now. That was the plan the whole time. Um, Berlanti had this plan the whole time to do a lot of things. I'm not sure if Berlanti had any idea that he was ever going to do anything close to what we saw right now. But what we saw right now was fucking, like, the producers. Everybody from Berlanti to Guggenheim to Schwartz to everybody who's still involved with these shows. Mm-hmm. And I picked three names out of about, I don't know, four dozen. Whatever. Sorry. I, everybody. I mean, across the board. What they pulled off was phenomenal. Like, to, do, to have done the crisis is one thing. To have done what they did to get up to the crisis is just herculean like sisyphean if you want to just it's fantastic i Mm -hmm. i I could never have hoped for such a thing i'm so fucking happy with what i just with what i've seen man (laughs) it's an amazing product yeah i agree they've uh they've outdone themselves and on top of that for eight eight years uh nine years really i guess watching it um for it to have been a show that like yeah we had our yeah, problems with it at we've times. We've been watching it for seven years. Is that it? Yeah, because we we caught up on the first season and oh no, yeah. Second up, second Sorry, I was talking about air dates. Yeah, uh, <laughs> or actually, we I think we've only been watching it for six years because we I think we caught up to see the third season or like the final second bit of the second season. No, no, it was second season. I remember that part. Okay, all right. So seven years that we've been watching it. Yeah, which means roughly nine they've been producing it. <clears throat> uh, yeah, uh, for it to come out to what it was like for it to have started all of this is uh i mean shit if, if there was a hall of fame for tv and you know uh, if there's not let's let's start it that shit this <laughs> this is impressive mm-hmm. no one can boast this Stephen amell can retire from television right now and still be uh, deeply respected yeah how much did you enjoy seeing rory back oh fuck yeah Ragman, one last time god damn yeah that was one of the moments 
That was one of the moments where I thought, mm-hmm, they did, they did this for me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I really didn't want that little fucker back. Uh, it, and for me, it was only, it wasn't that emotional. I mean, I, I really enjoyed that guy's journey. I just, yeah, it was just, he was so powerful and he went away so fast. I just wanted to hear a little bit of some ending. And the only ending I got was like one good shot of him being super scary. And then the explanation that like, yeah, it took a long time for the, the rags to come back. Cool. I'm good here. Yep. I'm good. Yeah. And that's exactly I, how I, they explained to me that it would work. They just, he literally walked away, slinked away almost from the series saying, well, let me see what the rags <laughs> have to say. And then he comes back. I was so happy. Might I suggest uh-huh. CW, DC Universe, whoever. Can we get a Ragman show? I'm sewing. You you wanted your horror show. Swamp so Thing, that's fine. Ragman. Yeah. Ragman. Yeah, they can do it. <sighs> it is super frightening. Like, imagine, imagine looking at that visage. Mm-hmm. And then it just reaches out tendrils toward you and, like, slams you against a 12-foot ceiling. You're pissing yourself every night for the next three years. I'm sorry, I don't have, I don't care how many SSRIs you're on. How about this show, Ragman mm-hmm. and the Question? Fuck me. <laughs> <laughs> you should just title that show Question, like two characters. Question, exclamation mark. That's it. That's the entire title of the show. Yeah. Wouldn't mark it well, but it makes sense. Yeah. I mean, Ragman and the Question would would mark it much better. Yeah, with sporadic guest appearances by Detective Chimp. Mm, fuck me. Yeah. Every now and then, Matt Ryan just being like, okay, all right, sure. Oh, yeah, no. I, I'm, I'm going to go uh, chuff off somewhere else. You, <laughs> no, you he, all do you. Good job. He, Matt Ryan and, just uh, has to have a series of miniseries, one with, with Lucifer and then one with Willoughby Kipling. Who's Willoughby? Oh, oh, shit. Mark Shepard and Doom Sterling. Patrol. Yeah. 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 I know who you're talking about now. <laughs> Sorry. Took me a second. <sighs> then him and Blue Devil. And, ah, fuck. Yeah. We can do Constantine miniseries all all the all rest day. of my life. Yeah. Just just keep, keep keep those coming. Yeah. Yeah. It's so good. I think we need to abandon this one. <laughs> Let's abandon this episode of DC on screen for God's sake. And the hope of all the things which is mentioned? Sure. Yeah. I mean, not the hope of all the things, but... We'll get pieces. I try to hope. We'll get pieces. Keep a Superman shield somewhere in my... Well, many places in my office. <laughs> Just look up to the that great big symbol and think, oh, oh, all the Matt Ryan Constantine miniseries they could do. I mean, if I literally glance at my office, there's 12 in either direction and one on my skin. I mean, I, I, I get it. 12. <laughs> you amateur. In any direction. <laughs> I, again, you amateur. I, <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't hold many things up to your level of decoration, but the amount of Superman symbols, maybe. Hmm. Just damn maybe. <laughs> <laughs> if yeah. I had any hope of catching up we are DC on screen if uh, <laughs> if we missed anything that you wanted us to talk about in this uh, in this oh, finale of course we did please I'm sure we did please in eight beloved years 
I, I implore I'm you. I'm sure I'm missing something. God, there was. It feels like there was something I want to talk about, and I just haven't gotten to. I got extra teary, extra. When when Barry and and Kara oh, showed Barry up. Barry and Kara showed up. That was a big deal. Yeah, that was a big deal. Even Nissa with the My Beloved thing. That was still also really good. Mm-hmm. Uh, There's something. There's something I'm missing. Ah, uh, it's gonna bother me. One of you know one of my big regrets for this show is that uh, Alex Kingston just disappeared from the damn show. Mm. Like, we don't know. We don't know what happened. Oh, did, for a second, where you were hoping for uh, Merlin to come back? No, I was good. I mean, if we were going to bring him back, that would have been a good shot. But Oh, no, Oliver knew better. No, that, that actually tied in really well with, no, his disappearance meant a lot for how the show progressed. It was good. Mm-hmm. Um, <sighs> but yeah, uh, I don't know what I was saying. I love that Oliver and Barry were there. I mean, not Oliver, Kara uh, and, and Barry. Barry. Yeah, yeah, were there. Uh, didn't see Iris. <laughs> How <laughs> dare they exclude one person? How dare Iris? Of all of all people, I kind of thought like mm, maybe Constantine. Oh yeah, no, he he's fine. John's fine. Well, on on the one hand, though, it's like <laughs> it's like well, maybe he should be there because. Even Oliver knew he was literally in hell, and then I kind of thought, yeah, but it's Constantine. He could literally just be in hell. Yeah, we don't need that. We don't need that harpsichord in the back of the exposition for that. We can just make it work. It'd be right. Yeah, I have seen people on Twitter just bringing up just ridiculous things. I've seen where was Constantine at the funeral? He's Constantine. What do you want? Uh, my favorite angry complaint was um, <laughs> that what's the guy's name? What's the guy's name? I can't. I'm drawing a blank now. It's too late. Which one? Uh, the guy's the guy who he had his own show, but uh, he pretended to be Tommy as the Green Arrow. The the guy that wears the fake faces. <laughs> what is that guy's name? I can't. I'm blanking on it totally. That fuck you. Um, I I'm blanking too. I you I got just me. I can't. He was pretending to be Tommy on the stand mm-hmm. and said Christopher Chance, the Human Target. Oh, Human Target. Yes. 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 Someone someone had a picture of him and said, where was Chance at the funeral? You know what? Honest answer? He could have been wearing someone. any face. Yeah. <laughs> Pick someone. He's he's being hunted. He was there. He's a human target, for God's sake. You could do the same for Constantine, too. Just pick some random rando in the background and be like, yep, that was probably Constantine. Just didn't want to interrupt. Right. Didn't want to step on Sarah's toes. I know this was a big deal for her. Mm-hmm. Still fucking, I still love, and I mean, leave it to the writers after this many years to uh, to point out that, like, yeah, he was the last person who knew me before I was this person. Mm-hmm. God, that's such a good beat. It's a great beat, uh, except for the fact, where the hell is her mother? Yeah. Dinah no. Lance is I not know. dead. I know. Hot mess. Super gone. I get it. Still super gone. Maybe. In this universe, yeah, it's what we got. Just give me some explanation. River Song. I, I think if we're what doing happened? this a year from now and it's Sarah who's finally dying, uh-huh. sends Lazarus Pit, uh-huh. I think we get her for a second and an explanation. Yeah. And hell, you know what? You know what would have been, been fun? The reason you never saw her is because Oliver thought that her <laughs> having never really contributed to her adult life would just be better off forgotten and just blanking her from existence. Yeah, maybe. Very possible. Or maybe Sarah doesn't feel like she's been 
spectacularly involved. I mean, why would you? Why would you? If yeah. if that was your parent? I don't know. When did you hear from her last? Did you get a Christmas card? Mm. For a woman who was so upset that her daughter was dead and was grasping it so much, so, you know, so many straws trying to, try to find it. her in that first season. It's just like, oh, she's alive. Well, okay. I get it. Cool. Well, I'm off. Yeah. It's one of the... Um, one of the many, and and in, it it's such an expansive universe. Thanks again to uh, the entire fucking Arrow crew and Stephen Amell and everybody who, even that fucking liar Mark Guggenheim. Um, <laughs> thanks to every I, I, last one I of them. I think it's time to hang up that badge. We, we have just... time. <laughs> no, he still lies to us, but. I've gotten I've gotten to the point where I trust him a little bit more about like eh, no nah, I think he's lying to us for our, our own good. You need to you need we need to let that go. You need to stop putting pins in your Diane Nelson doll. She's not even there anymore. We just no, need to I, lay it to I rest. I stopped Diane. She I I I didn't I didn't agree with her whole you can't have them in two places philosophy. Uh-huh. Uh she resigned for as far as we know, we're PR uh uh, as far as our PR knows, were personal reasons, and uh, genuinely, I hope her the best. I really mm-hmm. do. I think she was desperately wrong about the tack she was taking with those characters. Mm-hmm. Like, if she reached yeah. out, I would be happy to fucking help her. Yeah, for all we Don't know, know that, that wasn't even. For all we know, that wasn't even her directive. For all we know, that was somebody up up higher than her. Who knows? I think it was her directive. <laughs> <laughs> we are DC on screen. Thank you so much for listening. <laughs> <laughs> seriously if there was anything else you want to talk to us about i don't know that we'll bring it up on the show but uh if you want us to we will but uh otherwise do like our buddy travis hines does and just message us on over on twitter <laughs> it is a- and uh remember that uh that that giveaway we talked about up front sure there's that joker giveaway mm, good start yep bye Keep some DC on your screen. Our intro music is by Jason Goss and Michael Shackelford. Michael's band, Galactic Engineers of Magnetic Sounds, or GEMS, can be found on SoundCloud and Bandcamp. Visit DCOnScreen.com to find our Patreon, merch, contact information, and every episode of the show for free, including crossovers we've done with other podcasts. DC Onscreen is a maladjusted production. For more from me and Jason, including sketch comedy, vlogs, parodies, and our improvised web series Hey Guy, visit maladjusted.tv. Forward at Banana Republic Factory with 50 to 70% off everything. Shop season favorites from colorful dresses to easy tops from $19.99. Find your nearest store or shop online only at Banana Republic Factory. Enjoy 50 to 70% off almost everything at Gap Factory and GapFactory.com. Shop tees from $6.99 and joggers from $24.99. Plus extra 15% off online. Exclusions apply. Shop the sale through April 6th. Better Banking is getting an unbelievable 0.99% APR rate on a home equity line of credit from First Commonwealth Bank to turn your bathroom into your, wow, I love this bathroom, bathroom. 0.99% introductory APR for six months that adjusts to a variable rate based on Wall Street Journal prime rate plus or minus a margin with a minimum rate of 2.99% and a maximum rate of 18%. Offer subject to change or withdrawal at any time. Call 1-800-711-2265 for details about credit costs and terms. Equal housing lender, First Commonwealth Bank, member FDIC. 
want cash. You want to get stuff done. So what do you do? You buy 5-Hour Energy, of course. You upload the receipt to 5hewin.com, then find out if you've instantly won $10, $100, or even $1,000. Then you drink that 5-Hour Energy and cut through your to-do list like a hot knife through butter. 5-Hour Energy, the official sponsor of Getting Stuff Done. No purchase necessary. Must be 18 and a legal resident of the U.S. Ends June 30th, 2021. For rules, visit 5hewin.com slash rules. Void where prohibited. Message and data rates may apply. Better Banking is getting an unbelievable 0.99% APR rate on a home equity line of credit from First Commonwealth Bank to turn your bathroom into your, wow, I love this bathroom, bathroom. 0.99% introductory APR for six months that adjusts to a variable rate based on Wall Street Journal prime rate plus or minus a margin with a minimum rate of 2.99% and a maximum rate of 18%. Offer subject to change or withdrawal at any time. Call 1-800-711-2265 for details about credit costs and terms. Equal housing lender, First Commonwealth Bank, member FDIC.